0: The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like
1: tacos. Mañana viernes, sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo.
2: Welcome to episode 14 of Black Shirt Mixtape. I'm your host, Jesse. Uh, I'll be taking you on a uh, sonic journey here for the next uh, hour or so. And tonight, uh, I have another special guest on the show from the Instagram vinyl community. Um, somebody who I admire uh, very much. Uh, I've got Matt Telefero on the line. Are you there, Matt?
0: I am. Hello. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Oh
2: my gosh. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the, actually the coolest thing I think for me, um, is, you know, besides meeting some really neat people, um, you know, on this platform the last year and a half is, is really, uh, learning, uh, or discovering new bands and pretty much out of anyone, I've probably discovered more bands through you um, that I've really fallen in love with, uh, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's been super super uh, uh, enlightening uh, to see. You know, you've got your your iconic. Uh, you know, every photo is the same. It's got your setup, and uh, you know, it's got the um, the album cover. But uh, yeah, I I really I'm excited for this playlist. I think I messed around with this one the most, um, but it's the yeah. one that I'm I'm most excited about. Um, but why don't you tell me a little, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into, into vinyl and, and, and all that good stuff.
0: Sure. Sure. Thank you very much for the kind words. That was, that was awfully nice. Um, I don't know, like you, I think I stumbled into it about a year and a half ago. I've always been into music and as a kid even started, um, collecting 45s and, um, remember opening my first. Uh, vinyl on my on my seventh birthday was the uh, uh, soundtrack to Greece. So ever since then, I've oh, wow. always loved. Yeah, I've always loved music and and loved collecting vinyl. And I've learned that Instagram is a great way to share your collection and, like you said, learn about new bands and discover new music. It's just a really really cool. Uh, community I discovered on on Instagram for sure.
2: Yeah, no, agreed. And it's been you know, like I said, it, it's it's a great uh, opportunity to to meet new people, but really just to kind of like find people of like mind you know that that had the same musical taste as you do and and i know that um it's always neat because I, I see a lot of the same albums being posted over and over again but i think when you see one that is like that you haven't heard before or one that you know kind of triggers you like oh man i haven't heard that record in a long time and it kind of brings you back i think that's just the that's it's such it's so powerful um so uh the first track that we just well the the track that we kicked this off with um is a song called love is the main thing uh by a group called fontaine's dc now i know you like them um i i i I, I love this album better than their last one i think this album is uh a a hero's um a hero's death is on my short list for best album of the year it's jockeying with a couple of other ones but um i I really think this band kind of blew it out of the water you know, taking their, their, um, you know, their, their poetic lyrics and then their, their angular kind of post-punk, um, you know, music, uh, sound really, and kind of uh, putting it into a cohesive, uh, you know, um, piece of, of, of art. But, uh, I was curious, your thoughts on, on Fontaine's DC. Oh, I can't agree with you more.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely in my top 10 for sure this year. And, and I know we've got idols on the list, um, later on, and I think, like you said, those two bands. Um, I have enjoyed this this second uh, sophomore effort more so than I have, uh, I think, their debuts. And especially the quieter moments, and you know, I just love. You can definitely tell a, a maturity uh, and a brooding sense in those two uh, two sophomore efforts from those bands. I love it. I well, love it
2: most definitely. Um, so. Let's talk about the the next couple. Well, the next track that we're gonna play. Uh, this is a band that I, again, here never heard of this band before, uh, but once I listened to it, I was like, oh my god, this is. Ex- I love this band. Um, so, Nation of Language. Uh, we're gonna play a track called Rush and Fever. Tell me a little bit about this uh, this group.
0: Yeah, I, I stumbled on them. I really um, hadn't heard of them before. I think it was even through Instagram. I, I honestly can't. Remember, they're out of Brooklyn, and and you give me a, a great '80s synth pop song, and, and I'm yours. Right. It's, yeah. it's just a great, <laughs> it's just a great record. I think this one's gonna probably be my record of the year this year. It's, um, oh my God, I, I mean, think,
2: it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I think of OMD, I think a New Order, I think it's Best Mode, I think of Early Cure. They just got a really great. It, it's retro and current at the same time i just really really enjoy this record
2: yeah it, it there there's this one and there's another one uh by a group we're gonna play later on called um oh gosh what is it uh working men's club which was another one that I was like oh man how did I miss out on this one and that was yeah. one that I discovered through you and I'm like this is like right up my alley but uh let's go okay. ahead let's go ahead and kick off uh this next segment here and play a little uh nation of language for everybody what do you say So I'm a big fan of of reinvention, and um, Dandy Warhols on that that track in that album, uh, "Welcome to the Monkey House," for me, like great, great, uh, kind of 180 sound, uh, you know, change for them uh, compared to what they were doing before. Um, super 80s, totally love it. What, what what are your thoughts on that one?
0: Love it, yeah, yeah. I first uh, became aware of the Dandy Warhols when. I think there was a documentary about them and uh, the Brian Jonestown massacre. Yes. And um, that's where I first went to them. And that record is just classic from start to finish. Can't yeah. Agree more.
2: That was actually produced by Nick Rhodes. Or The majority of it was produced by Nick Rhodes from Duran Duran. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. It makes, that makes total sense. They, makes perfect
0: sense now, Yeah.
2: It's got that icy uh, 80s cold, you know, Duran Duran, you know, chauffeur kind of feel to it. Um, yep. But I love that. And, and, you know, uh, what's interesting is when I invite, you know, guests on the show, we, we do what you and I did. We I we throw kind of a mix, you know, a, a mixtape together and everyone starts dumping tracks in. And I pulled a ton of mine out because yours were just way better than mine. Um, but I love that. I felt like that song uh, was a great segue from the Nation of Language uh, track, which, by the way, like it, it's I love it so much because it's like OMD reincarnated almost. Um which is a really really great record. Um, okay, so you mentioned them earlier, and, and I, I've been wanting to talk to you about this album because I, I have some feelings uh, about it. Um, but uh, Idols released uh, their sophomore record, Ultramano, this year, and it's gotten a ton of press uh, and a ton of praise. Um, and the song that we're—I I love the song that you picked, um, but I would love your thoughts on you know mm-hmm. uh, on the band and, and this record.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I like it when a band that is known for one thing or um, primarily one thing um, does something different. And like we said earlier with uh, Fontaine's DC, it's the quieter moments that I really enjoyed with this record. And, you know, a band that's known for some post punk bombastic type music really surprised me with, with, with this type of record, with the song, I think, is just, perfect I love it I play it on loop every time
2: it's a great song and and you know um I'll tell you like my I I love the record the band scares me a little bit I I I think the lead singer definitely scares me I mean I haven't seen them live but I mean just if you you listen to a song like grounds like I'm scared like I I, you know what I mean like he just you feel like he's he's leading some kind of movement or something but um I, I think it's Interestingly enough, Fontaine's DC and Idols toured together before they wrote and recorded these albums, A Hero's Death and
0: Ultramano. Oh, wow, yeah, that would have been a show to
2: see. I mean, can you imagine? What a what a show. But I, I feel like they I feel like they learned a little bit from each other because I can hear echoes of both bands on on each album that you didn't really I didn't really see previously. So uh, <laughs> that that's an interesting, you know, piece of um when I read about that, I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's really cool. That's really interesting. I, it makes sense. <laughs> so we're going to play a track uh, by Idols called Ahim, and then we're going to say it into um, a track called Good Scare uh, by an artist called Torres. So we could chat about, about her um, after we play this track. So we are going to play Great. a little Idols.
3: so much mm-hmm.
1: of a golden cage
4: Don't make yourself sick with the wanting skin
2: So that's another uh, artist that I'd never heard of um, that you put on this mix. And I'm like, man, how did I miss out on this? That was uh, Torres on a song called Good Scare. Um, How how did you stumble across her?
0: I think I stumbled upon her through, is it Merge I think she's on? I think that this year has been the year of a woman. I mean, there's just been so many good records put out this year from women you've got you know Torres from Waxahachie to Soccer Mommy to Phoebe Bridges it's just one right after the other and this one was just one that stood out and that would be a good pick for tonight's list
2: yeah no it's great and I agree I think that you know we we kind of started this renaissance again last year I, I was looking at my top 20 albums from 2019 and just a ton of amazing female artists and I I have to laugh because the, the president of uh, I think it's the Grammys, uh, Neil Port now. Uh, I think that's his name. He made some ridiculous uh, statement last year when women were saying, well, there's not really a lot of female representation on these on these uh, you know lists. And he's like, well, maybe you guys should put out some better music, which was like oh, uh, yeah. completely asinine because there is a ton yeah. of music. but I love that we're hearing the, I, mean, I love that that women are you know getting this much attention because they absolutely 100% deserve it. Um, and especially with an artist like Torres, uh, really, really phenomenal song. Um, we're going to seg into more of the, um, I don't want to say mellow, but more of the uh, grassroots part of, of this mix, um, which I really love because it, it's a, it's an interesting dichotomy rolling out of what's very much... You know, '80s inspired uh, music up until this point, but um, I'm going to play a track, um, and I picked this because of what's coming after it that kind of inspired me. But I picked a song called "Green" by an artist called Alex Lloyd out of Australia, um, and I stumbled uh, I stumbled onto him. It uh, was a recommendation from a friend a couple of years ago, and his second album, "Watching Angels Mend," uh, which is where this track was off of is absolutely phenomenal. If, if you're, if you're a fan of good singer songwriter stuff like Matt Nathanson or, you know, uh, anything along that, that vein, then, um, Alex Lloyd is, is definitely uh, a good pick for you. Had you heard of him before?
0: Or? I haven't. No, this was my first, uh, time hearing him I and it was a, it's a great song i totally agree yeah it's Thank the whole you for the recommendation well
2: i mean that's what it's all about right just throw some Absolutely. throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what's see what sticks so let's go ahead and um and uh kick it off here kick off this next i keep saying kick off when we've already kicked it off so let's continue yeah. <laughs> let's continue with a little bit of alex lloyd Y'all Let Let's talk Dada for a minute. Let,
0: you, brought let, me, but you took me back with this one.
2: I mean, look, so so uh, I remember distinctly uh, scrolling through my Instagram feed and seeing uh, when you posted this, this was a while ago, and I was like, oh man, somebody else knows about this band because not too many yeah. people have have heard about this group, and if they have, they've heard like one song, which is the worst song on the record. <laughs> um, in, in my opinion, Disneyland. Uh, but but uh, such a great, such an underrated album and a band.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I have a funny story I lucked out years ago and found, I think, a beat-up copy on Discogs from Brazil, I think, some, somewhere in South America. And I, to this day, still get asked to sell it. I mean, it's, I'm not getting rid of that one. Oh, that n- not, it's, a it's just, not a nah, chance. Not a chance.
2: I mean, I I got actually really lucky. So I grew up in Southern California um, and I got to see a lot of cool shows, uh, snuck into a lot of shows, you know, before Mm -hmm. I was 21. Um, But I got to see them play um, uh, in San Diego, uh, where I'm from. And it was unreal. Like this is right when Disneyland uh, had um, had dropped and they played at a place called the Stagecoach, uh, which is outside of uh, Irvine. And um, I think it's in San Luis Obispo. And they were great just the three of them and uh they they were so te- i mean these are all like studio cal- studio studio musician caliber guys um and i love that record so i was super happy to see that uh that there was another fan i haven't seen anybody yeah. else post it <clears throat> so i think you are you are the uh you, you hold the honor of being one of the only ones uh, that has that lp yeah, great
0: great great yeah. minds think alike yeah right 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 yeah
2: um and so uh before that we had uh can't do much uh by Waxahachie. now i i i talked about it earlier about reinventing right we, we talked about that a little bit with um dandy warhol's Waxahatchee, this record is like unlike pretty much anything that she's done before she had like three or four releases that came out that were all really good and i was a big fan but i think for me this record uh, uh saint cloud Really pushed her into stratosphere for me, and it's that's probably my favorite album of the year. I mean, I I put it on and I play it all the time. There's so many great songs on it. Uh, obviously, you can't do much, and you've got lilacs, you've got fire, you've got blood. I mean, there's just she's just supremely talented. I don't know what it was that was uh, awoken awakened uh, inside of her that kind of like uh, brought forth this different uh, sound. But I'm super curious to see uh, what her next record's going to be like. Yeah. You know? That's
0: not the first. Yeah, that's not the first time I've heard that. I need to go back and revisit some of her older records. But she just seems so effortless, you know, and it's smooth and there's a, I don't know, a Patty Griffin esque. Right. I think quality to her voice. It's just it's just a great, great record. I was, really
2: great. I was playing it yesterday. Uh I was driving with my wife in the car and I, I was playing that song for her. And she's like, God, she has such a unique, such an interesting voice. I'm like, I could just listen to it all day. Like and yeah. she, she yeah. does she does some pretty neat um like uh Instagram or Facebook shows with her boyfriend, uh Kevin Morby. Um they do some neat stuff if you're if you happen to catch her going live, like they'll just kind of they'll go live and just kind of play stuff from around their house I uh, think they live in.
0: Cool. Yeah. Definitely. I've seen the same done with uh, Lou Barlow from, from Senator. So yeah, I'll have to definitely check that out.
2: That's so awesome. Okay. Um, let's move into Greg Dully. So the amazing Greg Dully from the amazing Afghan wigs. <laughs> uh, love this trap. Well, I mean, I, I was, I was a huge Ash- Afghan wigs fan, uh, especially I was obsessed with gentlemen when it came out. Um, Yep. Like around the, that was around the same time that like uh, uh, Super Unknown by Soundgarden came out and Vitology, and then you had this little crazy super twisted album <laughs> called Gentleman yeah. by yeah. Afghan Wigs, mm-hmm. and then even the stuff he's done with the Twilight Singers, right, which uh, is more of like a um, uh, not a super group, but more of a collaborative effort. Um, but uh, talk to me a little bit about Random Desires and uh, uh, Greg Dully's uh, latest solo record.
0: I, I put it on here, I think, you know, he's, I'm I'm from Cincinnati, so he's, he's nearby. It's like a local boy. He's done good. And like you said, you can't go wrong. It, it, there's something, um, I don't know, I, it's sexy and, and groovy and he's got this great type of crescendo, um, quality to his, to his songwriting. And, um, yeah, I think it should be a staple in any collection. It's a great record. Just, came out right before all of the COVID pandemic stuff, you know, started to happen. So I lost track of it and then, then, you know, brought it back when you reached out and I just think it's a great, great record.
2: You know what I did too, I hate to say, it kind of fell through the cracks and when you put it on, I was like, oh, I need to revisit this record. And it's just one of those things you just, he's so talented, you just put it on it. You know, I I, I love when he collaborates with Mark Arm, uh, or not Mark Arm, Mark Lanigan. Uh, yeah, from Screaming yeah. Trees, they do a lot of stuff together, and they're very. Didn't they? What was their album called? Um, uh,
0: Gutter, Gutter, Gutter Twins.
2: Twins. That's right. Yep. That's a. They did some really. That That was a bit of a tough listen, just because that you have two really dark, and although I think Mark Lanigan is a little bit more dark than than uh, Greg, but the That'd two of great. them, yeah. two of them together, are pretty powerful. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into uh, Pantomima uh, off of Random okay. Desire. Such a great song, such a great album, what a comeback record for them
0: that is yeah i uh thought that was a standout from that from that record it was uh I wanted to keep you know the list somewhat current with 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 music released this year, and that one just stood out and thought it was a great great song off that record
2: agreed, and the video is is extre- is 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 equally as eerie it has that you know same kind of uh uh um so what I'm looking for tone to it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like animated.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now that record is so good, and they produced that with Rick Rubin. Went to his um his studio Shangri-La. And you know, I mean, actually, these guys have been putting out pretty solid records, you know, throughout their entire career. And I I kind of like how they just kind of step away, do their own thing, and then come back every couple of years. And uh, but this is definitely, in my opinion, one of their stronger uh, stronger records for sure. Um. Okay. Uh, so we played some new stuff, right? And now we're going to go way back. We're going to go way back (laughs) to, uh, one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite bands out of New York city, the yeah, yeah, yes. And, um, a song called maps, right? So everybody knows everyone knows maps, right? That's, it's pretty, pretty legendary for them. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, um, this track and kind of what it means to you and all the good stuff. I,
0: they were one of the, yeah, they were one of the last bands I saw live before uh the pandemic and i had never seen it before and it was just an amazing show i saw him in chicago and it was just packed and they, you know, they tore the roof off the place but i had just recently read lizzie goodman's book um about the um music scene in the early 2000s in new yep. york i think it's called meet me in the bathroom yep. and i thought well if i'm going to put the strokes on there i better put put the yeah 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 it's Right, right. A modern love song you know i had to put it on there
2: <laughs> um i love that book because uh, it brought me right back to that was like really kind of when like blogging and all that was like kind of taking off yep. and there yep. there is a uh, a great uh, her name is sarah so uh what is her last name sarah lewinton uh, otherwise known as ultra girl um, okay. and she used to write for spin magazine and she's good friends with Lizzie Goodman and they would, she would DJ. She was like once she was, uh, so engrossed in the New York music scene. It was great. And I would follow her blog and she would blog about like the, yeah, yeah, yeahs and the strokes. And she kind of, I don't know if she helped break the killers, but she definitely like was a champion for them. Like when they were coming out, coming up before Hot Fuss was released. Um, But yeah, that, that, that book is great. The album is great. The intro. So we, on my other podcast, uh, Tacos and Turntables, we did an episode where we talked about iconic intros. And I think we each picked like two or three. And that was on my list. Like, you hear that? I mean, that's like. No, I
0: haven't. I have to go back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that for me, that's one of my one of my favorite uh, intro songs. So let's go ahead and and, uh, let's play uh, Maps by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. So glad that you put that uh, on on this list. I mean, seriously. That uh, so that was uh, Connor Oberst in his band uh, Desperados. Am I pronouncing that right? Desperados, um, yeah, yeah. and a, and a record called Paola. Yeah. So
1: good.
0: Thank you. I, I appreciate that very much. It's just, I, 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 it just kills me. There's a line in that song that says something about living longer than they said I would, and sat by laugh would do me good it just kills me it's
2: just uh, you know so the, the line that gets me is uh um what is it something about premiums uh don't want to sponge yeah. off the government but i'm coughing blood yeah. and I'm like, oh man yeah. just gets you now I, I i think why i gravitated towards okay so I, I have an admission here i'm not a huge bright eyes fan i i i i, I don't have a lot of patience for his older work what mm. really what really got me into the band was digital ash and a digital urn Which was again nothing like you know uh, you know I'm wide awake it's morning or anything like that it was more um, it was more digital Uh, he you know he he had more of a sense of urgency kind of like you mentioned you know in 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 his voice in that one and that actually uh, got me into the band and and where I kind of turned around and went back into their catalog Um, Mm -hmm. but this record um, you know straight up just a punk band he just he and his you know I'm I'm not sure who the other musicians are on there I didn't do enough research on this one, but I love this record. I don't, again, don't hear it enough. Um, so thank you for putting that on there. That was awesome.
0: No, thank you very much. appreciated. Yeah. Uh, he's got a couple of, uh, solo records out too. I think he deconstructed he one and it's just him and a piano. I and mean, those are, really good records to check out as well
2: yeah and, and i do love the new bright eyes record um i also love what he did with phoebe bridger's uh a better yeah. oblivion community like the dude is mega talented and there's there's no denying that um so glad to see that he is is staying busy okay let's talk about one of my favorite debuts uh debut records um uh we're gonna, talking about working men's club um out of the uk
0: yeah man this one yeah, it was, it was a, this is a perfect example of, of, of how great the, uh, the vinyl community is on Instagram. I would, I don't think I would have ever had stumbled upon them if it wasn't for a couple of really great accounts that posted this, this debut. It's just great to dance to. It's a, you know, I thought it was like part idols, part, you know, techno. It's just, I can't describe it. It's just a great, great, you know, debut record from a
2: new young band yeah no and and i went down a rabbit hole kind of watching some of their performances on youtube and i mean also their their live show seems super interesting um but a very very much uh you know uh wearing their influences on their sleeves extremely you know it's funny i was um where my wife and i are watching the crown she's very much uh into like yeah, uh, the yeah, mo- yeah. the monarchy and all that stuff so we're happy campers because we're we're watching the new season of The Crown, but I, um, you know, this season really focuses on um, Margaret Thatcher, uh, played by the great Gillian Anderson. If you guys haven't uh, been watching it, but um, I started uh, me, I, I remember th- I thinking about a. An article I read, or a meme, or something that I saw that was like listing all the great bands that came out of the Thatcher era, like during all that you know, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, strife and uh, you know the unemployment levels in the UK, and it was just not a good time in the early '80s when when she took uh, office. And the list of bands that like came out of all that, um, you know, was super impressive. Uh, A lot of bands that you know are still extremely influential today. And uh, I kind of feel like that is starting to come about now as well, right? You've got a lot of people yeah. that are voicing their displeasure. Um, and there's obviously many different ways to to protest. Um, but music, obviously, is, is a great one because it reaches a ton of people. But um, I love the sound from this band. Um, I love this track, John Cooper Clark, who I didn't realize is an actual person. Uh, he's like an old punker. Um, from from the late 70s early 80s i guess he like writes a column for nme magazine now i don't know super super random um i love this track i also love valleys uh on the on the album that that's another great track um so we are gonna uh play a little bit of uh working men's club and this is a track called john cooper clark and I had totally forgot about that song like, uh, honestly like when you put it on our, on the list i'm like wait a minute where I, I, I don't think i know this one and then i listened to it like okay i remember the song uh to me and i was just jotting down some notes here that song yeah. to me reminds me of like way early cure like give me it shake dog shake 100 years like yeah uh, right yeah. like that live album they did in concert um, yeah. with the saxophone, and then uh, the national anthem by uh, Radiohead, where it gets all kind of cacophony at the end with
0: the. That's right. The, yeah, I thought it was written, him trying to sound like Bowie. You know. Uh, that
2: too. See, I love it saxophony. when. Yeah, and I love it when artists like, I love when they like. Uh, what was I watching? Oh, I, I'm a, I'm a big John Mayer fan. I, I get a lot of crap for it, but um, <laughs> as a musician, the guy. I mean, he's unparalleled as far as a guitar player. Um. And it's really hard to write a good pop song, so I, I give him a lot of credit, but I was watching, he was uh, it was like VH1 Storytellers, and he was like, I know that he played this song called Heartbreak Warfare uh, off of his Battle Studies record, and he's like, I know that this song sounds like Bad by you 2 mm-hmm. I knew it when I wrote it, but this is kind of how it came out, and I love when bands like you know, like like Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, like, oh, I've, I'm in like a Bowie mood or whatever, I'm in like a yeah, an early cure, yeah. and that's how it comes out. Um, such a great track. What, what was that off of?
0: Oh, it was the last of that trilogy. He did. Um, you're making me think. Oh, it's escaping me. That's I'm all so right. Sorry.
1: That's all oh, right. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, you know, I'll be the first one to admit it. I'm quite biased. I think they're probably my favorite band and I don't think Trent Ritter can write a bad song. So
5: that's true. I want
0: to just, you know, Pull up you know, I could have gone back and put a classic one on there, but this one's new, it's different, and it stuck out, so I it, wanted to it's
6: new,
2: it. it's new, but it's just it 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 pulls all the best elements of the band together, I think
0: agree absolutely,
2: and can we just all agree that i I can't believe it took this long to get them inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely it was a shame we couldn't see a live performance but yeah and i was, was bummed I although
2: i have to say when i was watching the did you watch it did you watch the, I did.
0: yeah i did
2: depeche mode martin gore's not looking too good he's looking no, like uh-huh. looking, looking like a little bit of a skeleton there <laughs> i was like whoa
0: i have to agree yeah i don't think that we None well deserved.
2: I, I, also <laughs> i mean look that they're they're also depeche mode are up on my you know top bands of all time and um, I had uh Solera Hughes uh, on as my first guest, and I yeah, think w- yeah, we were talking about doing an all uh DM uh episode. Which you think our list was long? You should see the the, the playlist we have for <laughs> that one. It's I think it's about four hours long at this point. Oh, no. we got to whittle it down a little bit, but um, we uh we've come I definitely to- tune into your mode. Perfect. Well, Play- maybe we sure. have we'll have to circle back <laughs> and do a nine inch nails episode. Have you seen them there live?
0: I have many times, and it's amazing every time. Like I, it's just you can't put it into words.
2: Do, do you have a favorite performance of theirs that you've
0: seen? Oh gosh, um, I, I did see them on this last uh, tour they did the the cold infinite. I can't remember what they called it, but <laughs> right. I went to Phoenix. Yeah, I went to Phoenix and saw the the, the first two opening shows, and they um, played. Uh, they played Broken from oh. front to back like the first time and in, in in happiness and slavery i don't think it's been played for twenty some years and you're thinking okay they're doing you know wish okay and then they keep going and they keep going and you're like okay they're gonna play the entire EP, um, and that was a that was a definite were surprise. people just yeah.
2: losing their minds
0: they were losing their mind yep yep
2: now you're a concert enthusiast uh from from what i can see and and as am i i mean that that's like to me that's there's no better form of therapy than going yeah to a live yep. show and you know singing at the top of your lungs crying laughing yep. high-fiving people hugging you know that's like <laughs> such a uh an explosion of emotion and i know this year has been particularly hard on me as it has been on a lot of people because we haven't i mean i've had so many shows i've got just either refunded or you know have been um postponed until, you know, until we kind of figure all this out. Uh, Did you have any shows that you had on top this year that? Um, I was, I was looking forward
0: to, um, and I'm escaping the name of the festival, but it was a day long festival in Los Angeles. It was all these eighties retro um, alternative bands, Bauhaus and Morrissey.
2: Oh, nice. I
0: can't think of the name of the, the, the festival. And they, you know, we scheduled it for September and it was just, one thing after another and finally got you know canceled i was really looking forward to that
2: yeah um well i'm hoping that um live aid is live 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 aid live live aid Live nation uh mm -hmm. is supposedly working on some kind of app where you can if you get uh if you get a vaccine you have to like it basically you have to scan this thing before you go into a show uh oh wow so we'll, we'll see what happens there but um look i uh we're coming to the end Uh, I mean, I could go on playing and talking, uh, playing music and talking with you for for the rest of the evening. But for the sake of uh, of our our listeners attention span, um, I think Mm -hmm. we are going to close it out. We're going to close it out with now. Now I had a re I struggled where to put this song uh, in the running order. I was going to have it open the show. Um, mm-hmm. I had it mm-hmm. in, in the middle of the show. Uh, and I said, you know what, I'm just I'm an, I'm tired of fussing mm-hmm. with this. So
6: <laughs> I'm going to close
2: out with it because I feel like it's such a strong statement. Um, and this is a band I know that you love or sorry, an artist that you love. Uh, and I, I, yeah. I love him as well. And that's uh, that's Prince. Um and we are going to be playing uh, "Sign all the Times" the remaster. So, I know you got the box set, right? How is I did, it?
0: Yeah, it is excellent. And I and I and I remember you telling the story about it. Uh, uh, christmas item or 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 the number one you know item on your wish list and you will not be disappointed
2: (laughs) i'm that's all i asked for for christmas to be honest with you i mean i don't really ask i never you know it's about the kids and and all that stuff but (laughs) i I was asked what i wanted for christmas and i'm like well if you swing the box set it's like 13
0: lps but um it's massive it is it's it's massive but it is i i was teasing somebody a while back and said you know uh, um a thing of beauty is a joy forever <laughs> and it's just this, this, this is my um desert island you know stranded on a desert island pick you can't go wrong you, you know genius you could go you know on and on and on but um ever since I first heard the track and gosh I think I'm in 13 or 14 it's stuck with me ever since and this is just so I think uh, you and I are around that's a great that... song to end, the, yeah, to end the night with
2: yeah. And, and I think you and I are obviously must be around the same age. Cause yeah, that was around the uh, 1987. So I think I was in junior high uh, when yeah, this came out yeah. and you know uh, the, the last guest I had on the show, uh, PT Jarman, Paul Jarman, uh, he yeah. also loves Prince. And we kind of talked about this record and how like all these years later, uh, it's, it's, it also, I agree. It's, it's my, one of my desert island disc records. It's my favorite Prince album. It's one of my favorite albums, period. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think just the 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 genius behind it and the whole story behind it. I don't know if you've listened to. There's a great um podcast on Spotify. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Where they talk about it. Have you listened? Where they talk about Sound of the Times?
0: I have, I have a bit. I haven't been able to finish it, but no, I, I do know what you're talking about.
2: Oh, it's great, and I I love it because it really. There's a couple episodes that focus solely on this record. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of what you know he was talking about is still kind of relevant, was is extremely relevant today uh you know everything that's happened this year um so uh i hope that um i again i want to thank you for for taking the time uh to come on the show i really uh, appreciate it i am super envious of your your uh music your vinyl collection and i, I, oh, I love your you. taste in music and um thank you
0: no, no, no thank you for having no. me on this has been this has been uh a big fun night. I appreciate it very much though. And, and I enjoy, enjoy your path. So keep it up and, and, and look forward to
2: more. Well, we wouldn't, we, I I've said it, it's, it's on air. It's on, on, it's recorded now we have to do a nine inch nails, uh, episode. So we'll start working on that. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go ahead and and play a little Prince and, uh, I'm going to thank everybody for listening this evening. If you are so inclined, uh, check out my other, uh, podcast, Uh, Tacos and Turntables, where we talk about pop culture. Uh, So please enjoy some prints and stay safe.
7: Man died of a big disease with a little name. By chance, his girlfriend came across a needle, and soon she did the same. At home, there are 17 year old boys, and their idea of fun is being in a gang called the Disciples High on Crack, and toting a machine gun. and kill everyone inside You turn on the telly and every other story is telling you somebody died My sister killed a baby cause she couldn't afford to feed it and it was sending people to the moon In September my cousin tried reefer for the very first time neighbors should shine home But if a night falls and a bomb falls, will everybody see the dawn time